You are listening to the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. Every week, we bring you episodes that are centered around topics related to disabilities. As the host, it is my hope that you are not just inspired by these stories that are shared, but that you put some action behind your inspiration to do something that improves the lives of those who live with disabilities. I thank you, our loyal listeners, for your support and remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Our View for Life and to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to tell us what you enjoy most about the podcast. Let's get into this conversation. I would like to welcome everyone back to another episode of the Our View podcast, where we aim to educate, raise awareness, and change the tone of conversation about disabilities. And I am joined today by my guest, Corey Lee. So Corey, thank you for joining me today and uh, being open to sharing your story uh, on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm uh, really excited to be here talking with you and all of your listeners. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. We, um, you and I, we connected through Clubhouse originally um, back in 2020, I guess it was, um, when everybody was kind of in the house and Clubhouse really, uh, you know, really picked up and, and was very popular. And we were in a lot of the uh, disability focused rooms and topics related to disabilities. And um, then earlier this year, 2022, we had a chance to meet in person at the Abilities Expo um in uh north jersey where <laughs> where you were there with uh you know with your book and um you know we had a chance to talk and, and really meet and connect in person so again thank you for um agreeing to do this i'm happy to have you on today yeah of course i mean after uh, we met you at um abilities expo in new jersey uh earlier this year like you had such a like magnetic personality and uh, you were so much fun to let be around and hang out with so as soon as you reached out about me being a guest on this podcast i was like of course i'll do it like anything for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you so much and i i have to admit that um i uh for those of you who may be seeing this on uh on YouTube, I'm wearing an Eddie Bauer shirt and I have become an oh, Eddie nice. Bauer fan because of you. <laughs> awesome. I'm so happy to hear that. I love that brand so much. I mean, they, a lot of like outdoor clothing brands tend to forget about like people with disabilities, you yes. know, and their advertising and everything. And so Eddie Bauer is one of the very few brands that actually like really embraces diversity and mm-hmm chooses to like make that a priority in their advertising and what they do so as soon as they reached out to me about potentially being a partner I was all in because I mean I've loved their clothes for years and their whole like brand ethos is just incredible so I could not be happier to let be an Eddie Bauer brand ambassador yeah also that's uh, so good to hear yeah I um I I'm a wheelchair user I am um ambulatory at times with uh, leg braces and crutches but um whenever i see other wheelchair users i'm always interested in you know in their clothing and like you said finding uh clothing that is um adaptable and um able to fit comfortably because you know as a wheelchair user we're sitting and things bunch up and you know they're not long enough sometimes and um me using a manual wheelchair like moving around and having my uh you know the chest area be large enough so that i'm not feeling too tight 
Um, so when I saw mm -hmm. you were uh, the ambassador for uh, Eddie Bauer, I was like, oh, okay, like, let me check it out and see, see if I can find some things. And I found quite a few things. So <laughs> Awesome. Good. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but um, that's a little side note, but uh, we can get into this conversation now. And um, can you share with us who you are and tell us a, a few things about Corey Lee? <laughs> yeah, so I am Corey Lee, and I am 32 years old, and I run a travel blog called Curb Free with Corey Lee, and so I started the blog back in 2013, and since then, I have visited 40 countries and all seven continents as a powered wheelchair user, and even became the first person to ever visit all seven continents in a powered wheelchair, so it's been a whirlwind of a journey for the past I guess almost nine years. It'll be nine years this December since I launched the blog. So a lot has happened in those nine years. And then aside from the blog, I also um, have written a children's book. I do annual group trips where my followers can join me in different destinations every year. And I recently launched a nonprofit um, called the Curb Free Foundation. So we have a lot going on. <laughs> yes, yes. And we are talking about all of those things. I'm so excited. Uh, you know, I've, I've, like I said, we connected through social media, the Clubhouse app um, back in 2020. So I've been following you and, and have been really uh, excited about seeing all the places that you have visited. And um, as a wheelchair user myself, um, it's always good to see that things are, of course, there's a long way to go, but places are accessible and they are welcoming for uh, those of us with disabilities and those who are wheelchair users. Um, and again, I know it's not always easy traveling, but you make it look like so much fun. And, um, you know, it's really encouraging to see that uh, so many places are, um, you know, open and, and more accessible these days as uh, more so than they have been in the past. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, and as you mentioned, um, you have visited all seven continents um, as the uh, first the first uh, power wheelchair user. That's really cool. Uh, can you share with us when you became interested in traveling? And um, can you also share with us some of the I guess, pluses and minuses, the, the great things and the challenges um, about being a, a wheelchair user who travels. Yeah, I mean, I have always really loved traveling. And uh, from a young age, I've traveled, I mean, mostly all domestically when I was younger, really. My mom worked um, in a school uh, while I was growing up. And so we would take the summers to kind of explore domestically here in the U.S. and take road trips to like Disney World or Washington, D.C. or New York City, um, different places. And then when I was 15, we went internationally for the first time to the Bahamas. And um, it wasn't like super far away, you know, but uh, it was just on a cruise for a few days. But I thought during that trip at the age of 15, like if the Bahamas can be this close and easy to get to, and this different than the U.S. with like different foods, a different culture, different people from all walks of life. I mean, I thought, you know, if the Bahamas can be this different, then what would somewhere like India be like? Or what would, I mean, Australia be like? Or Europe or all of these other places around the world? And so that's where my travel bug, I think, was born. And it inspired me 
to travel further and keep seeing more. And so um, I eventually, uh, when I graduated high school, went to Europe, um, to Germany for my high school graduation trip. And then uh, for my college graduation trip, I was planning a trip to Australia. Um, and I got online and noticed that there was um, not a lot of accessible travel information on the internet. And so there were only a couple websites out there in 2013 that specialized in accessible travel. And so that really motivated me to like create the website and do something about that and hopefully get more accessible travel information on the internet. And so that's where the idea for Curb Free with Corey Lee was born. And I think that, you know, as you said, Art, um, accessibility is constantly improving, I believe. So there are more and more destinations now that are really, you know, catering to travelers with disabilities more so than ever before. So even, you know, five years ago, it would have been impossible, literally, for me to go to India. There was zero accessible transportation within the country of India. But um, back in 2018, um, they launched the first ever tour company for people with disabilities. So they finally now have a van that like has a lift on it. And as soon as I heard that news, like the next day I booked my trip to India and was so <laughs> excited to go. So I think that's just like one example that shows, you know, that while, you know, your dream destination may not be as accessible as you need it to be now, like who knows what the future holds and what it could be like five years from now. So I have a lot of hope um that you know we will see a much more accessible world in the near future and every destination will eventually be accessible yes i totally agree i'm holding on to that hope with you and it's um traveling it's just so much fun and it's one of the things i've missed most the last uh, few years uh, not being uh able to travel too much I, i've been a few places i went to disney last year for um, oh, nice. my, yeah, for, uh, I turned 40 last year. So my mom and I, we went to Disney and met, um, some friends there for a couple of days. And, uh, you mentioned a cruise and I'm talking about Disney. I saw your post a few months ago, I guess, maybe when you went on the Disney cruise. Yeah. 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 I went on the Disney dream and I, it was a lot of fun. I've already got another one planned for this February. So oh, great. Yeah, you, have... you, should, you should come on it, you know, we I have hang out. I have friends going in February. When are you going? <laughs> uh, on the February 27th, cruise uh -huh. on, the wish, on the new uh, Disney Wish ship. Yeah, they're going earlier in February. And um, oh, okay. it's it's funny, I, I wasn't able to go on the cruise, but I was planning on meeting them at Disney um, after they're staying for a few more days at, to go to the parks. Nice. So I, yeah, so I might be doing that, but that's earlier, earlier in the month. But the accessible Disney's, rooms. Yeah, Disney's just the best. I'm I'm obsessed yeah. with Disney. I've gone like every year <laughs> for my entire life. I did my college internship at Disney World. So oh, wow. I'm, I'm a little bit obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the accessible rooms on that cruise ship were like it was amazing to see what it was oh, yeah. uh, what it looked like. So um yeah, I just when you said cruise ship, I was like, oh yes, I have to mention the, the Disney, <laughs> the yeah, Disney yeah. cruise. <laughs> but um, so you and I, like we said, we met at the Abilities Expo earlier uh, this year uh, when it came to New Jersey, and you were giving away your uh, children's book called "Let's Explore with Core Core." And um, can you share with us um, 
what inspired you to write the book? And uh, just a little bit about, um, tell us what the book is about. Yeah, so my mom and I um, co-wrote the book together um, a little before the pandemic, but we finished it during 2020 and the height of the pandemic and released it um, July of 2020. And so the book is all about this kid in a wheelchair. His name is Korkor, um, and he uh, travels the world as a wheelchair user. And so he visits places like Iceland. He goes to Australia. He goes to London. And so hopefully when kids read the book, they, you know, not only see someone in a wheelchair that is, you know, having this awesome life and like traveling the world, but they also get to learn about some really incredible destinations around the world. And so um, all of the destinations that are featured in the book are ones that I've actually been to. So they are wheelchair friendly um, for people to go to. If, you know, you use a wheelchair, all of those destinations are completely possible to visit. Uh, but my mom and I wanted to do this book and publish it because, I mean, growing up, I can remember there was only one children's book that I remember and had that had a character that used a wheelchair. Um, and so, you know, I thought, you know, there needs to be more representation in the children's, you know, in children's books. And so we decided to start writing the book a few years ago and then uh, decided to get like serious about it at the start of the pandemic and um, hired an illustrator, uh, one of our friends, Emmanuel Moore. Um, he did a terrific job with the illustrations in the book. and. Um, we published it in summer of 2020, so it's been a, amazing just to like see all of the kids, both with disabilities and without, and how they've really embraced the book and um, grown to love Korkor as a character. Yeah, I, um, I shared with you before we started recording that um, I gave um, one of the books to uh, one of my best friend's uh, sons. He was, he's two now, but he was just under two years old at the time. And um, I went to their house right after I had got the book from you that same day. And I was just in my car and he, um, he, he saw me and, and I've been to their house, like he knows who I am and everything, but he just wasn't, you know, he wasn't really feeling me that day. And he just kind of kept his distance until I brought the book out. <laughs> <laughs> I, sh I showed him I showed him the book and he comes rushing over to the car like to get the book he's like oh yeah like <laughs> oh, <I get> it. <laughs> yeah he loves books and um and then I had went over there after after that uh, a few weeks after maybe and um he went and he got the book and he brought it to me like as if he almost remembered that I you know that I was the one that <laughs> gave it to him so yeah yes yeah, awesome. yeah so it's really cool and I, I truly believe, um, as I mentioned, when I start all of my episodes that we, um, you know, my, my mission here with our view is to change the tone of conversation about disabilities. And I, I really believe like that's how we do it by putting our stories out there and putting books out there like that is a great way to reach, um, you know, to reach all people of all age ranges and especially children. Um, to make it something normal, to make it something that's not strange to them to see someone in a wheelchair or, um, you know, and, and especially with your, um, with the topic of your book of traveling, to make it yeah, known that yeah. people with disabilities like to travel, we like doing things. <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, I really wanted to just show, you know, an active wheelchair user that's leading <laughs> like this really amazing life and traveling the globe. And I think that, you know, with children, 
if they see, you know, a character that they love and read about that uses a wheelchair when they're young, then hopefully as they grow up, when they see a wheelchair in the real world, um, they won't be like, you know, staring us down or like mm -hmm. trying to avoid us or being scared of the wheelchair that we use. And so, um, yeah, I mean, exactly like you said, I mean, hopefully they're influenced um, just to better understand that people with disabilities are just people, just like normal people living like they are. Absolutely. I, I've said it before on the podcast that, you know, I love that my friends have me around their children to see my crutches, to see my wheelchair. So as you said, you know, when they grow up and when they start school, it's not a big deal to them. If somebody in their class or somebody in their school has a wheelchair or crutches, they could just say, you know, oh, I, I know somebody with crutches <laughs> it comes over to my house all the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so it's not, uh, you know, it's not a shock to them and, and that then hopefully they can also help their other classmates, their other friends realize that, you know, there's nothing uh, nothing to be scared of and, and it's okay to talk to us and, and things like that. So um, again, I, I really, um, really am happy that you did uh, put the book out and it is uh, definitely making a change for sure. So congratulations yeah, so on much. that. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, the next topic I, I was really excited to see um, recently that you started the Curb Free Foundation. Um, so can you tell us um, what that foundation is and can you tell us um, about the vision and the mission of the foundation, which is, um, like I said, I was so happy to see that you started this and I'm excited for you to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, so um, I mean, I am luckily able to travel uh, a lot. I travel about four to five months out of the year, um, but most of that is through things like partnerships with destinations and different things like that. So very, very often my followers and blog readers will comment and say something like, you know, I would really love to go to Spain, but there's no way I could ever afford a trip like that. And traveling as a wheelchair user, it is a lot more costly than, you know, someone that's able-bodied because we need accessible transportation, which often costs more and accessible accessible excursions often cost more in tours and accessible hotel rooms are often more so there's a lot of costs that go into that that make it really difficult for someone that uses a wheelchair to be able to afford to travel and so for years i have had the idea to start the foundation um and then i recently decided you know i just gotta like finally do it i gotta like bite the bullet and just go for it and so um, I launched the Curb Free Foundation this past February, and so with the foundation, we give out travel grants to wheelchair users that uh, want to go somewhere for their dream trip. So on the website at thecurbfreefoundation.com, you can fill out the application if you're a wheelchair user and let us know where you would want to travel to, what's your dream destination. And then uh, we will go through the applications uh, as we get funding. We are a nonprofit, so uh, constantly trying to raise funding to be able to give people these dream trips. Uh, but uh, we then pick a couple winners and send the people on their dream trip. And so we recently awarded the first two winners um, or grant recipients from the Curb Free Foundation. So one is going to be going uh, to Disney World on her dream trip. And the other one is going to be going on a Caribbean cruise. And so their stories were just super inspiring and motivating. And 
I cried my eyes out like while reading all the applications because it's just like overwhelming to know that you know there are so many people out there that want to travel if you know they have the means to be able to do that and so um, just seeing all of the applications I mean we we received over 200 applications within wow. 24 hours wow. of working the foundation and so <laughs> the demand is definitely there um, and people have been applying which is incredible so uh we um, gave out the two trips so far, but we're definitely looking forward to uh, giving out many, many more travel grants over the coming years. Oh, that's that's so great. That's so great that you had so many uh, applicants so fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was definitely overwhelming. I mean, I expected there to be like quite a few, but mm -hmm. for there to be like over 200 within one day, it was just like completely mind-blowing. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. And it's it's interesting. I um as I shared with you, I was um planning a, a trip to uh Disney for February of twenty twenty-three. Um and then uh you know, as as a wheelchair user, we have to get new wheelchairs every now and again. Um so then I, I found out that the insurance company would not pay for a new wheelchair. Oh. Um so that means that I have to pay for a new wheelchair. And it was like, okay, but I'm supposed to go to Disney. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but then it's like okay this is you know and it's just like you know an expense that somebody else would have if their car were to break down or something like that it's like plans change but it's like you you think as a wheelchair user who needs a wheelchair that your insurance company would pay for it and they're like um yeah we're not going to do that so you know i i have to put out the money for a new wheelchair which is you know it's okay everything's fine um but it, it's just as you said thinking about the expense of taking a trip and the extra cost that it would you know be for me to take a trip as a wheelchair user it's like okay i can't do both now right. um yeah, yeah. you know so you have to you do have to make those decisions um at certain times but um it, it's really just um it, it's great that you're providing this opportunity and as you said with having such a um a great response so fast you see that the need is there the, the the desire is there for you know people with disabilities wheelchair users to want to travel it's like we we do want to be out here we want to you know do things and we like doing things and um so you providing that opportunity for them is a really really great thing <clears throat> yeah i mean yeah i mean when i um one of the people that we gave the first um travel grant to she is, I think, 40 years old, and she has dreamed of going to Disney World for her entire life, uh, but she just really, her family could not afford it as she was growing up, and she still was unable to go on her own, and so um, as an adult, that her dream, she said, has always been to just, like, see Cinderella's castle and eat it, be our guest at Magic Kingdom, and <laughs> have all of those experiences that I've like really taken for granted, I think for most of my life, because I've been to Disney so many times that mm -hmm. it, um, it's just like second nature almost, but then to read, you know, her application and we interviewed her over zoom and we're able to meet like face to face over zoom. And so really hearing her story was like so incredible. And um, it just like put things into perspective for me in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, it really does. Um, and just hearing, you know, hearing different stories, like you said, I'm sure it was very 
overwhelming and and um very emotional to read so many stories um oh yeah yeah it was definitely yeah. very very difficult to choose like who we were gonna <laughs> um give the first two travel grants to but it was a long process of going through every single application and we had um a, a, an advisory board of five people that went through them and mm-hmm. we all eventually narrowed it down to those two so um, it was a long process, though, but definitely worthwhile. Yeah, yes, very rewarding, I'm sure, for for you as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, my last question to wrap up our conversation, um, as you mentioned, you've been to seven continents in over 40 countries. Um, what city or country outside of the United States did you find to be most wheelchair accessible and or which one did you find to just be the most fun overall in general? Ah, <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll give you a couple. Yes. Um, I would say my the most accessible city that I've probably been to outside of the U.S. and maybe even like including the U.S. Maybe the most accessible city in the world is uh, Barcelona, Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I was able to go back in. I think it was in 2018. And um, I mean, every like mode of transportation to get around the city was accessible. A lot of the attractions were really, really great. And then the beaches in Barcelona were the most accessible that I've ever seen. So they had amphibious beach wheelchairs that could roll on the sand or get in the water. And they even had attendants at the beach, like people that would help you transfer from your wheelchair into the beach chair. And so they had a Hoyer lift that you could transfer with. They had accessible changing rooms. And it was just like, I mean, it was so inclusive and unlike any other beach that I've seen. And so I was incredibly impressed and loved Barcelona for that reason. And also the food is amazing in Spain. Like you can eat all of the churros and paella that like you can handle. So, <laughs> I mean, it really can't get any better. Um, but, um, and then I would say the most fun trip though, that I really enjoyed. I mean, I love Barcelona like it was super fun, but I think the most memorable trip for me was probably to Morocco. Um, and that was the, where I had the first ever curb-free group trip. And so we went there um, with some of my followers joined me in Morocco for a week, and we were able to explore cities like Marrakesh and Casablanca and Fez. And then I went out into the Sahara Desert and actually rode a camel and like stayed <laughs> in a tent overnight in the Sahara Desert. And oh, so it wow. was like, I mean, Morocco's not even somewhere that I'd like dreamed of visiting for a long time, mm-hmm. but it surpassed my expectations in like every way possible. And so I completely fell in love with that country and would love to go back and do it all again. So, um, and there's a really great company there called Morocco Accessible Travel Consultants, and they do accessible group tours in Morocco. So they have the accessible transportation um, and they arrange all of like the, the uh, accessible hotels and activities and all of that good stuff. So they're a really, really good company. So I would say that's like probably the most memorable trip and then Barcelona is the most accessible. Cool. That's so cool. Um, so you've, you've mentioned that you've, um, that you've taken the, the group trips with some of your followers. Do you have any of those trips planned for the future coming yeah. up soon? Yeah. So I'm um, actually in two days, we're going on the 2022 
um, curb-free group trip to Patagonia in Chile. Um, and so we'll be there for about 10 days and I'm so excited for that. And then we recently announced the 2023 tour, um, which is gonna be starting in June of 2023. And we are actually going to Barcelona um, on that tour. So um, it's gonna be completely accessible. So if anybody would like to join and you have a disability, feel free to reach out. And uh, I would love to have you with us. Awesome. And before we wrap up, can you please share with us where people can find you on social media and um, give the name of your foundation again, how they can donate and all of that information, please. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, I, uh, my website is curbfreewithcorylee.com and I'm also on Instagram at curbfreecorylee. So feel free to DM me if you have any questions or interest in joining the group tour for next year um, to Barcelona, Spain. And then also the foundation is the curbfreefoundation.com. And if you are a wheelchair user and are interested in going on a dream trip of yours, then you can fill out the application there on the website. Or um, we are also always looking for donations to be, able to, to be able to fund those dream trips. So um, you can also donate on the website as well. And um, lastly, my children's book is called Let's Explore with Core Core. And it is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all those places online. <laughs> Great. Corey, thank you so much uh, for this conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time to um, speak with me and to share your story and all of the great things that you're doing to um, change the world of travel for those of us with disabilities. It is really uh, very exciting to see and I'm really grateful that our paths have crossed and uh, to know you. So thank you uh, for this time. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Art. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, hopefully I can see you again in person soon. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but you take well, care. Thank you. This concludes this episode of the Our View podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on our YouTube channel. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Our View for Life. That's O-U-R-V-I-E-W, the number four, L-I-F-E. If you have a topic or a person, or if you are a person who would like to be interviewed for an upcoming episode of the podcast, send us a DM on Instagram, send us a message on Facebook, or you can email me at ourviewforlife at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.